This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Michael Sobkew, and you are back with us at the Fit Fun Father podcast. I appreciate you. Appreciate that you've come to episode 42. You've landed on this episode, and I um, I will not disappoint, or I hope I will not disappoint. This is a special episode for me, but before we get into that, like always, if you guys enjoy the episode, please subscribe, write a review on the platform you currently are. Tell me what your thoughts were. DM me through social media. I'm always available to answer any of your questions as well. So we've got some really cool things lined up for the future. I'm currently working on providing some free content uh, around some tips that you guys can work on, especially you divorced and separated guys that are struggling. I I know firsthand what that's like, and I want to kind of give back and contribute my part of some of the successes I've had, some of the failures. And that's what this, this episode's really all about. This is an episode that I just really want to talk about being being okay with where you are. And I mean that in a in a sense of your thoughts and your fears and your anxieties and the things that I think a lot of people come across throughout the day or go through and and we sometimes I think in our day and age get this preconceived notion that we we flip open Instagram or Facebook and we see maybe somebody who's you know successful or looks happy or is doing all these crazy amazing things and it sometimes puts us in this place like what are we doing with our lives like where can we have improvement why are we not pushing the needle and moving and working and and trying to succeed and do all these really cool stuff or fulfill our lives in the way that we want and I think there's a lot of challenge that comes with it and we are so hard on ourselves and we put a lot of emphasis on that. So I wanted to kind of go through today and just talk about me, talk about some of my fears and anxieties and kind of just lay it out there, like build, put a little more plate on my armor, if I if I like to say that. Some of my vulnerabilities, some of the, the things that uh, I'm afraid of, some of the things that help me to um, manage my time be procrast like procrastinating I guess is the word or or not knowing where to go or feeling like I'm not doing enough or feeling accomplished and then having these big ups and these big lows and and understanding the full dynamic of my life and the people in it and the direction it goes and then some of the contradictions as well and some of the things that I talk about and how that um, perception isn't always what it what it seems and and what I mean by that is you know if you've listened to the last 41 episodes um, especially the solo ones where I kind of dive into some of the conversation around uh, you know how you should live your life be happy do things that you want to do move the needle in the right direction get more healthy work out eat proper it's all fine and dandy to take on those tips, but to put it to practice sometimes isn't the same. And from somebody who has spent the last five years going from unhappily, unfulfilled, overweight, sick, in a um, failing marriage, uh, feeling like a failing father, doing all these crazy things where I was like, you know, the, the hierarchy of my life at that point was like my job. And it, and it was a career that made me really good money. Uh, but it wasn't necessarily something that I really enjoyed doing. 
more so it was a career that I got good at, I would say, for those listening. I rose to the top of the of the ladder in that particular profession, maybe due to my personality, maybe due to my work ethic um, and some of the structures that were just around that. But I always wasn't just the best at those things. I, I, I'll be completely honest. My organization skills are horrible. I spent too many days at work watching the clock run by and maybe even sloughing off on particular responsibilities or mismanaging my time and, and more emphasis on how do I get out of this? <laughs> and you may be at that point um, of your life and it doesn't have to be your career. Maybe it's your health and fitness. Maybe it's a marriage. There's aspects of our lives where we're, I think we're all kind of doing that to a degree, right? Maybe you've got some debt. Maybe you, um, you know, money isn't where it should be. And you're like, how do I get out of this? How do I, how do I fix this? And um, maybe for me, when I have those moments, especially now that I'm sitting down and recording this episode, uh, I've had a couple of those moments recently, actually more frequently than I normally do. Because I have fears and I have anxieties and I and I face a lot of things that are scary and I have moments where simple tasks become extremely difficult to do or my expectation of myself um, is exceeded and I put a lot of pressure to try and accomplish things and, and sometimes I don't get the things I want to get done or I put too much on the plate and I don't know where to start and then I end up wasting time or, or going through these these motions so I want to break down some of these things on this episode and if you're listening to this and you are going through things or you're struggling it's okay I think it's okay to um, be at a point in your life where maybe you're not as productive as you want to be or you're you're pushing things off to the side or you're procrastinating and you're spending time doing shit you shouldn't be doing but it's how do we get out of that mind? Like, how do we push the needle forward? And I think we have to really understand um, who we are as a person and then try and look back at some of the things that we've already accomplished and be okay with that and be okay with the timelines it took us to do that. So, for instance, we're on 42 episodes. And, and a little funny thing is... is I've titled this episode, I Am 42, and it's the 42nd episode. Yes, I've kind of pre-planned this uh, to a degree. I, you know, the conversation that I go on about is it, this is strictly um, from the brain. I have nothing beside me written down. I have no script. I have no keynotes. I have my thoughts, and I have the ability to um, record it in a private setting by myself for you to listen to and where this conversation goes who knows but I know what I want to talk about and I and I want to really dive into things that we are currently doing that um, that scare us um, me particularly if you've listened to a couple of the previous episodes and if you haven't, please go back and listen to some of the previous ones. My first episode is a fantastic one. My 21 Suggestions for Success is also a really good episode um, that I base a lot of the things that I do around. Uh, but I, you know, I've had these moments lately. I've had um, extreme anxiety in the past and I've really had to fight what that going through and when that feeling arises and, and understanding this an emotion and understanding or trying to figure out how I get through this. And I'm really hard on myself because I take on a lot and I, and I, I have moments where I push the needle and I have moments where I'm, I'm, it's crippling and I can't, I can't do anything. I can't type a word on the keyboard. I've got a, you know, a, a book that I want to write and I and I'm stuck and I and I don't want to move on and then I'm in school and I'm 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 fulfill I'm filling my life with all these major things that I want to accomplish. But I have that thought process and I'm sure a lot of you can relate where I feel like I need to accomplish it like yesterday. 
like it like not enjoying the process or or feeling like I'm wasting time or I'm not utilizing my time properly and this is difficult this is something really um that I struggle with and I know when I stop and I look back and I and I think to myself like you made the ultimate decision to leave a career that you were 20 years in that provided a sustainable income to pay your bills to um you know give you the things that you want out of life and you leave it to try and pursue something that you think is going to benefit you emotionally um provide you with more fulfillment maybe more room to grow um and that's what this podcast what the the personal training and nutrition certifications are doing working with people one-on-one working with people online filling my time around getting on amazing guests to the podcast networking communicating writing um trying to build a website trying to figure out marketing strategies or trying to figure out how to provide people with the information that i have in my brain and getting into paper and how do i work it's like drinking from a fire hose i'm a 42 year old ex-construction worker who spent a majority of his life either at a desk or swinging a hammer or in my basement um and just really hiding from the world, not doing a whole lot, just going through the motions. Yeah, sure, I took the odd vacation in my previous marriage, or I still do, and and those are great escapes. Or you have moments, family occasions, things like that, that we have these, you know, that we, we go in, we do, and we enjoy. But I really didn't do a whole lot for 20 years. I really, when I look back at it, think, Boy, did I waste 20 years of my life? Um, And the answer is no. No, I did not waste 20 years of my life because I have to look at it like the buildup of those 20 years got me to where I am now. So I can't can't go backwards. Time is linear. Everybody has and is afforded the same amount of time. um, And it's what you do with that time that makes all the difference. And I I hate that phrase to a degree where... Some people here are just better at doing things than others and they try and showcase uh, and get good at showcasing those particular things where you have people who you know made a million dollars online and they've got really good marketing skills or, or they've you know, got a really good marketing team or they took a chance at some point with, with a large investment and uh you know, the payout was success, but I think it's ultimately um, just as important to understand that those people have skill sets that they're not very good at or they require help at or they have fears and anxieties for. And it kind of levels the playing field, but we don't see a lot of that. We just see the good. We see the positive. And, and I want to be the first to kind of, maybe not the first, but I want to really open up on the podcast And indicate to you that my life is far from perfect. It's far from complete. It's far from um, organized. It's far from where I want it to be. And I'll be completely honest when I say this. It probably never will. It probably is never going to be completely fulfilling, completely perfect, completely where I want it to be. And I love to transition that thought process into our health and fitness. So just to kind of segue here for a quick moment when we we dive into that part of it. We have a lot of people maybe listening to this podcast who are contemplating making that first step. And you're bombarded with a lot of stuff online, maybe you know, get shredded in 60 days. Um, you've got all these testimonials and people doing these great weight loss journeys. We have these massive network television shows like The Biggest Loser. They're entertainment value and they're emotional. And don't get me wrong, I've watched them. I've I've pulled a tear or two from some of those stories of people who have 
let go. And I understand where that is firsthand because I was there. I've let go. I've had that moment in my life where um, my own personal health was, was in the toilet. And as a result, it it affected all other aspects of my life. Would I say being healthier, f- more fit, more conscious of the foods I eat, the the amount of sleep I get? Has it changed my dynamic in the other aspects of my life? Absolutely, it has. Um, some areas quicker than others, but it's still something that I have to work on on a day-to-day basis. I I don't know why some of the decisions I've made I've made or where it's going to take me and I think that's the biggest fear anxiety that a lot of people struggle with is understanding that you're at a point in time um where you're unsure of what tomorrow brings or you are not you're not quite you don't have a clear picture of what that future looks like, especially when you're motivated or inspired or you, you're you focusing on a particular set of goals or um, things that you want to achieve. Now, I have those two. Of course, I, I've told everybody that I want to hit 100 podcasts by the end of 2020. This will be episode 42. I've already recorded, I think, 43 through 47. So I got 53 more to go. Um before the year's up to kind of reach that goal. Is it an optimistic goal? Is it a reasonable goal? Sure, if I put the work in, I think I can get that done. Another part of this goal is to complete two certifications, one for nutritional coaching, which I'm almost complete. The other is personal training certification, which I'm also almost complete. But that's not enough for me. Then I have... um, an online business that has a small client basis right now where I help other people for long-term success. That's helping them with nutritional coaching, exercise programming, mental state, um, mindset, relationship status, conversation about whatever, helping those people understand and give them the tools to move forward. And... I don't want to be, and I'm not the guy that is here to give you a 60-day or a 90-day or a six, whatever it may be, quick fix, and you come to me and you want to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, and it's just going to miraculously happen like that. There are ways to do that, and I think those are the easy things. I think that's something that um, majority of people may gravitate to, and now that we are in 2020 we have this amazing reach through social media and the internet that a lot of people are capitalizing on that. And that's great. If if that works or that fits and, and that's the direction you want to go, I, I'm all for it. Like, do you. Uh, I'm Go for it. I want to, I really want to push people into learning what I've learned and maintain that sustainability when it comes to how we feel and what direction we're taking our lives. And I think an episode like this is very important to understand that as a human being, that we are all really the same and we we go through the same thought process and we have the same fears and maybe some more than other or for different reasons, but we all have them. And I think it's very easy for us to get caught up in this fact that some people are really successful and they've figured life out and some people haven't. They've shit the bed or they've got these issues. And um, we tend to put ourselves in a corner or in a box and be like, we're the only ones with this problem or we're the only ones that have made this venture or what, did, you know, the point of no return or the thought process of, you know, going through this this journey and 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 sitting in a classroom um at 42 year old 42 years old with an amazing set of classmates so for those of you in my class um and you know who you are I'm hoping you listen to this episode um it's it's a very rewarding experience to surround yourself with other people that are learning and growing and have some of the similar fears that you have 
about pushing forward in a new career when it comes to personal training, as well as the coaches and the trainers and the teachers who have been inspirational and who have kind of pushed the bar um, in my own personal growth, it's like a, it's like creating another family. And, um, but it's scary at the same time. You know, I go to class every day and I, and I put, I put my best foot forward and I try to be the voice of reason and I try to be, um, the older person in the class that's more wise, that's had more life experience. But the truth of the matter is, is that I am just as scared shitless as everybody else in that class, whether you're 18 years old or 25 or 30 or 38 or 40 or whatever that may be, whatever stage of life you're in or whatever got you to that point. Um, I'm equally there with those people. So this is a little homage to those that I have been in class with. They are amazing people. They have um, nothing but the best interests of those that they want to help in hand. And we're all scared. We're all scared about passing the next, next exam or, or how is this um, project going together or, or is our assignment done correctly? Are we answering all the proper questions? Are we getting through this? Or is, is our teacher, he's watching us and he's always, you know, very, it's not judging, but it's like you get that over the shoulder from somebody who has a lot of experience in that, in that field who's there to teach you and, and help you grow. Um, but it's intimidating to a degree, you know, because we all have this thought process of the of what we think is an end result. We're like, we're going to be these awesome personal trainers and I want to specialize in strength and conditioning and I really want to work on stability, mobility. I really want to help people get in, in just basic normal movement patterns can you bend can you push can you pull can you stand on one leg can you basic movements that a lot of people can't do um i want to i want to help those people but i'm scared to because i'm scared to do it wrong you know i'm scared to fuck it up i'm scared to provide the wrong exercise i'm scared to not provide that client with the best service that they could get because it's new and it's 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 like holy shit I'm 42 years old and I've decided to make this massive change in my life and I have no idea what tomorrow brings but here's the best part nobody does so how do we get out of that mindset how do we get past that? How do we work through those moments of weakness? And I'm going to use weakness because it's a powerful word and I don't mean it in the literal sense of weak. I mean it in that sense of that moment where all that hard work and effort that we put forward just gets hovered over the trash can just for a moment where we're like, fuck this. It's not comfortable. I'm going, I got to go backwards. I got to go, I'll find a job. I, I can, I'm really good at this. I've been doing it for 20 years and it makes really good money. And a personal trainer uh, starting out, oh, I, I, I'll do better than that. I've had those thoughts. I've had those thoughts all the time. Or looking at an assignment and being like, Oh, this is going to take forever. I don't know where to start. Is this right? Is this correct? What am I doing? And then just kind of just trying to pile through it and get it done or, or studying for exams and things like that. You know, last time I studied for an exam that meant anything was 24 years ago when I was in school, back in high school and and, and getting into those, those things or, or trade school, I should say, maybe you know, when I was 20, 21 type thing, when I got my, it was 23 or, yeah, 23 when I became, um, got my journeyman certificate in scaffolding. That's like the last time that I ever had to do anything that was meaningful or was going to provide anything to me. 
this is different. Um, this this is those moments, and I and I will hopefully get you as a listener to understand. These are the moments in life that I think to myself, I cannot fuck this up. I cannot let this go sideways because this is this is all in. This is everything. The bank account isn't going in the upward direction. It's going in the downward direction, right? Um, you know, trying to do the online business, trying to start up, trying to make a little bit of money, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to go to school, trying to study all day, two certifications. Um, I'm not making uh, a ton of money, but that's okay. That's okay, right? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to get through this. But it's a different feeling. It's an it's a it's equally as crippling as it is motivating. It's equally, oh my goodness, I gotta get this done as equally as is oh shit, I can't move right now. I I just I've got too much to think about. And it's balancing those thought processes that sometimes pushes us into that fear, that anxiety. And I can tell you firsthand. I've had some crippling anxiety attacks um, and recently that, and I share them with the people, of course, that I love and that mean the world to me because I think it's important that they they understand that side of me or understand those fears um, because your support group is absolutely everything. Um, and I think we have to kind of take a step back too and, and, and kind of filter through the noise um, of that, you know, through life, through stress and our careers and our, our aspirations and, and our responsibilities. And what is the most important thing that you have right now in your life? What is the, th- what is the thing that drives you to do whatever it is that you're currently doing? Is it a wife? Is it a son? Is it you, maybe you're single, maybe you don't have kids. Um, maybe it's your career. Maybe it's, it's advancing. It's something that you, love to do or have wanted to do for a long time maybe it's a hobby maybe your your ideal place is that one or two vacations a year that you take maybe you are at a miserable job that you don't want to be at but what what is pushing you in that direction like what pushes you through life to get through those moments is it the money is it the bank account is it the fact that we feel more secure when we get a paycheck or when when we add value on a financial basis? Maybe that's maybe that is it. For me it isn't. And I'll tell you why. And I've said this before. And I struggle with this, trust me. We all need money to live. I go and buy groceries and I want to have a new pair of running shoes and I want to have the lights on and the heat on and, and have a place to call my own. So money is 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 the tool to to make sure that I have those things. But I've lost all of that before. So I've I've lived a life of you know savings account, bank account, investments, um, paying the bills, house, mortgage, balance, and in my divorce, pretty much losing all of it and going from, you know, a 1800 square foot house with a hot tub and a large backyard in a quiet suburb to the basement of my sister's house. And my sister's my rock. I love her to death. And it's an analogy that I think could paint a clear picture for most people listening that that's a big contrast. That's a big transition to go from that. But you adapt quickly and you adapt into what's the next, what, how do I get out of this situation or what's in store for me next? And I think if we go back and we look at some of those moments in our lives, we all have them. You know, we're listening to this. Maybe maybe you're you're finding some stuff challenging now, but go back to the last time you had something really challenging happen in your life. Maybe it was maybe somebody that passed away or or maybe it was a lost job or whatever it may be. And remember what your thought process was in that moment in time. 
you know, like, oh my goodness, I, I'm, I'm, I can't get through this. This person meant the world to me or that job was, gave me the ability to pay my mortgage and now I don't have it. I'm not sure what to do. And then you got through it somehow. You made it to the other side and you kind of go, eh, it wasn't so bad. I, I got through that. I was okay. Those moments come and go throughout our entire lives. And I think the biggest part that I can take away from a lot of this through my own life experience is the people, the loving connections that I get from these particular um, things in life. Like, you know, a loving girlfriend who um, is amazing, who sees me for who I am and loves me for who I am and has an amazing family of her own that I am grateful to be a part of and, you know, parents that are healthy and fun and we have this connection and we have bonds and we have a routine and we we regularly get together. We hug each other and we we tell each other we love love each other and we do all these things and it's it's a great feeling. And it's you know, siblings and friends and things like that, that circle um, is so important to us for any decisions that we're going to make in life. You know, I, uh, I sit here now and I record this podcast and I, and I, and I had a crippling moment a bit this morning where I was so caught up in like putting together this nice, PDF type like pamphlet about getting men, divorced men help and here's some tips and I have all these thoughts and f- feelings and, and I'm throwing this at and, I've, and I want to get this stuff out and and I didn't do a thing. I didn't do a thing. I had a textbook open and I need to study for a test that I'm having in a couple days and I didn't do a thing and I have a nutrition course. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Like I literally, if I read... And went through the the content. I I could I could get it all done in a week. And I haven't touched a thing. And, and I, I know these things are important to me. I have to get them done. But I have these moments like I got so much to do, and I don't know where to start, or I don't know where to go, and I have to pick these things and and sure. I'm telling you something and maybe you're going, well, just do it. Maybe that's your personality type. Maybe you're not. Maybe you, you procrastinate, procrastinate sometimes like I do. Um, what is it that motivates you to get those things done? And I, I think for me, the podcast is super important and, and getting this information out, being vulnerable and allowing myself to speak uh, with all my emotion, whether I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm, 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 uh, angry or frustrated, whatever those things are, uh, I'm doing them over a microphone that you get to listen to. And it's my ultimate expression of vulnerability because I think my vulnerability and my ability to to let those things out um, really shield me and build me up as a person. They give me that ability to to pivot, make decisions, not make decisions, do things that I want to do because this life is my life. This is what I get to do. And my expectations of my life um, are different than maybe those of yours. And the whole idea here is to progress in things that we want to do and be okay with who we are right now. I say this to clients who are you know going through the journey of health and fitness where are you right now are you a little overweight but you're eating on your your meal on point you you just you know had some healthy greens and a couple eggs and a nice lean piece of meat your your body's thanking you and you just got back from the gym and you're like damn i still need 30 pounds to lose or damn i really want to look better or damn i I got to get to this certain goal or this certain milestone. Then what? What happens after that? What's the next goal? 
What does that make you feel like when you get there? What do those moments look like to you? They're short. They're small. They're significant when we go retrospect and we look back. They're very significant, but they're short. You know, thirty. you got a 30-pound weight loss goal and you want to do it in six months, which is reasonable. You get on the scale in six months, you're down 30 pounds. And you go, yes, six months, I did it, I made my goal. Now what? You just go back to regular? What happens? Where do you go from there? What's the next goal? You want Maybe you continue going down in the weight loss journey? I can tell you firsthand, and I don't mean to do this in a discouraging way. This is the whole idea of putting out this content and being real with you and giving you everything, the good, the bad, the shit, and the successes, the the feel-good stories is, you know, I started 240 pounds. I was overweight. I was unhappy. I was in a horrible marriage. Not a horrible person. My ex-wife is not a horrible person. We just both struggle with completely different things and are at completely different points of our lives and completely have different thought processes. We're two different human beings. One amazing thing that came from this whole experience, my son. Plain simple, fit, fun, father. It's in the name. There's a reason why those three names go together. Fit. Healthy. Active. Living my best life when it comes to what I do for my body. Fun. I like to laugh. I like to joke. I don't take life that seriously when it comes to the parameters of of the social construct we have. I know that sounds messed up. I'm not conspiracy here. I'm not throwing all these crazy things out, but life has to be fun. If you're not having any fun, what the fuck is the point? Right? What's the point? You, you get to suffer the same fate I do. You get to die. So what are you going to do inside that window, right? Have some fun. Let's have some fun. Let's do that. Father. You know, the pride and joy of a lot of us men are the children that we raise and the and the the way that they come up and the the conversations we have as they get older. Mine's 17, he's gonna be 18 years old at the end of the year. Like, holy fuck. Are you serious right now? Like 18? Where the f- He's an adult. He's gonna be an adult. Like so, we're going to go out and have a beer together or, or a, you know, what are, where does this take, where does this go? It's exciting. It's nerve wracking. Um, what have I taught him for 18 years? What has he taken? What has he absorbed? What is he not? What is he not like? What is he, what, what has he conceptualized in his own brain? What is he, what is his thought of the world? Right. And as a parent, it's that's the most important part for me. Is the show, the, we call it like this in in the fitness space, the show do tell, with clients, and I love this. I transition in, into, and I just you know with our with our kids, or we should be anyways. I'm just kind of processing this right now on a microphone. Like oh my god, this these things actually correlate. Um, you show that person how to move properly and then you 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 do it right and then you tell or actually it's the opposite you tell do show yeah i'm fucking this right up but that's okay right you have that conversation these are the things you want to do lead by example you do them then you ask that person to do them that's the right way to do it so we tell we educate, we show by doing those things ourselves, being acceptable, allowing these things to do what we want to do. And at the end of the day, 
that is what this is all about. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I've had these moments in my life where um, I just, it just doesn't, it, it, it's like, I'm trying to pull my words together here, so I apologize for the for the gap, but what is it that we are doing with our lives that's going to get us to where we want to go, right? We're constantly worried about tomorrow when tomorrow isn't here yet. We forget about the now. We, we waste a lot of our time thinking about tomorrow and what am I going to do tomorrow? Where am I going to be? And not really focusing on the present moment and the present time and the thoughts that we are we have with our current brain. And, you know, that's kind of a definition of some of the anxiety we go through um, as I kind of collect my thoughts here. We, we're fearful of the outcome that hasn't transpired yet, right? No different than being in school and going, I think I'm going to pass. I think I'm going to do well. Like, I hope I get through this. I'm just going to go do some of the work and then I'm going to hopefully do some more work and then learn, make mistakes and focus on those things. So that's another really big part of this is failure. Failure in life is inevitable. Everyone here on this planet it's some way or another has to fail or is going to fail. And we have to understand that that's okay. That's a necessity in life. I go back to talking about personal training and not wanting to give the client something that they're not going to excel at or exceed at or putting together the right exercises or getting them to move the right way or cueing that person to do something. I already know that I'm going to fuck those things up at some point. Right? I'm okay with that. Is that a scary thought to think that, geez, during this career, I'm going to, maybe these things are going to happen. I'm going to have to face certain clients or certain particular um, processes in that field that maybe become scary or challenging or I have to overcome some certain certain things or things don't go the way you want them to go, right? So we have this vision of maybe what those particular things look like, right? Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to accomplish that. I'm going to get really good at this. And then that doesn't happen or I don't move in that direction. I think we have to be okay with those particular things, right? We have to kind of reformulate a plan as to what is going to bring us to the area that we need to get at. How are we going to become successful uh, in our own terms on what it is that we want to do? And through all of this, I've found that, you know, looking back and journaling or thinking about what you've already accomplished is the best way to continue to push forward. So we, we, I just talked about, you know, setting these goals and what happens when you reach that goal and you're like, well, now what? We, we want to get to the next level. We got to continually be trying to raise the bar a little bit or push through and understand that this is a process you know, ultimately the end goal, there is really no end goal. There's a process of life. There's a process of doing things in our lives that bring us gratification, that fulfill us, that give us new skills, um, that teach us. And, and through all of that and then adding failure and combining that with um, you know, parenthood, like talking about how my son's going to be 18 and what does that look like? And he lives with me full time and I had this divorce and then I lost all this weight and then I decided I was going to change careers and I decided I was going to get into podcasting and did my first podcast sound good? Did it, did I mess it up? Did I get better as time went on? Did I get more guests on? Did I figure out how to 
broaden my audience? How do I continue to do these things? And the real simple answer to a lot of it is just to do. And, I f- and I'm going to flip back full circle um, back to the beginning of this podcast and say, like, I just picked up the microphone. You're probably all going to notice, you probably heard a couple dings and notifications on my, my computer that, you know, I forgot to shut off that are going to get picked up in the audio or I had a, a thought process relapse or I circled around a topic for a couple seconds or my thoughts went off into space and you're thinking, what the heck is he talking about? Exactly, right? Raw, uncut, unscripted conversation with you, with me, with this microphone in a room, providing you with something to think about. And hopefully, when you listen to this, you can reflect on your particular life and the things that are important to you in your life and where you're going. And if you don't know, or you're like just going through the motions... Like figure something out, figure out a plan, figure out a way to to just give yourself that thought. I am so tired, and, and this is just me, of listening to, well, I can't wait till I'm 65 and I retire and I get a pension. Or I got 20 more years of work left. Woohoo. It's like a fucking prison sentence. Like I got 20 years left. Like wh- what does that mean? You got a pension when you're 65 and you got, you're got 40 and you got 25 years left to work? Do you know what can happen from now till 25 years from now? You know, and don't mistake this for bad financial advice. I'm not telling anybody here they shouldn't invest their money for the future. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that your thought process cannot be, I just need to fucking suck it up, grind it out, Pound six beers a night because I hate my fucking job. And then at 65, it's all going to be better because I'll have money in the bank and I won't have to work. It doesn't work like that. Because a small glimpse of retirement, I'm going to put this analogy out there. It's just come to my head. And some of you may have gone through unemployment can... can um relate with this or if you've been without a job for a while and I, and I get it. by no means have I not filled this time with something important I, I've obviously gravitated towards education in this time but when I when I left my last job it was the worst feeling in the world actually you know I just got laid off in July and then I, I picked up a little gig in September but those those weeks in that in those summer months where I spent 10 hours a day with a select few people that were literally like, I spent more time with them than I did my own son or my own parents or my own girlfriend. They are gone. They disappear. Why? Because they're in the same boat you are. They got to work for a living. They got to take direction. They got to be to work on, got to be on time. 7 a.m. start. We're going to work till 5. When you're not there, that circle of people that you spend all that time with are no longer there either. And what are you doing? You sit at home, watch TV, you f- flick through a Netflix series a couple times. Works in the beginning, maybe. But it slowly becomes mundane. And you can have, I had money in the bank. I'm seven months after uh, you know a small online business isn't pulling in a lot of money the podcast is in its infant stages and i'm in school there isn't a lot of financial uh gratitude that comes with this part of it or this stage of my life so you're gonna retire okay you're gonna have money in the bank okay same what are you doing you think you're gonna run away to the beach or you know, maybe your kids have grandkids. Maybe you're, the dynamic of your life changes. Someone becomes suddenly ill. You know, you you get to that 65 and you're going, you know, I'm fuck. I'm I I didn't take care of my health. I didn't do the things I should have been doing back when I was 35, 40, whatever in that age group. You just decided you're gonna push through because 
everything gets better at 65. Complete, utter bullshit. I know more, I've heard more stories of people that work their bags off and they hit 65 and they're fucking dead in five years because they, they the movement patterns or the, the thought processes, the way that they conduct themselves is so structured around their work environment and so structured around these mundane routines that they do day in and day out, go home, eat dinner, drink beer, uh, talk to the kids for five minutes, go to bed. Rinse, repeat. I'm the man. I'm going to take care of the family. I'm going to do these things. What does that even mean? I say this in the most polite way that I possibly can to all of you, especially you men out there listening to this. If your whole sole fucking purpose in life is to provide a paycheck and go to work and work all these hours because you're going to slowly pay off some debt that really at the end of the day you're going to put yourself back into because your job fucking sucks. You go buy stuff. You have this perpetual cycle of repeating the same shit over and over again. But yet your whole thought process is I am a provider. I am somebody who is providing for a family. That's my job. It burns out real fucking quick okay you want to provide for your family you want to be that person that they can rely on for years and years to come look after yourself figure you out first eat better stop fucking drinking every night or stop eating mcdonald's or stop eating these fast food restaurants Hopefully McDonald's doesn't sue me. I'm not big enough anyway, so they won't sue. They won't even listen to this. That's okay. Stop doing those those things. Start to change the thought process, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay? You may be content with the way you look on an aesthetic level. Ah, I got a beer, got him 48, whatever. I'm cool. Maybe you are. That's cool. But how are you transferring that into your relationships, your sleep, your energy, the things that are most important? Aesthetics is great. You know, you want to get the six-pack, you want to look fantastic in front of the mirror, no problem. I have the science, I actually am educated in that. I have the science to get you to that point. It's not fun, not that healthy. It's going to fuck everything up. It's going to screw your relationships up. It's going to do those things. That's okay. But then then I go back to then what? What are you going to do then? You're going to maintain that. You're going to put the weight back. What are you doing with that? The more important part of this is, is that you have to fulfill, look after yourself because on a physiological level, on a cellular level, when you exercise, you eat right, you take care of yourself, you become a completely different person. This isn't my opinion. This is science. When you become a different person, you look at life differently. When you look at life differently, you will approach every situation differently. When I get stuck in traffic, I have about a 0.3 of a second of, ah, this sucks, and then I'm done because it's meaningless to me. I don't honk the horn. I don't get pissed off if I'm running late. And I am, trust me, I do not like being late for anything. Running late sucks. It's another anxiety. It's not the end of the world, right? But it's that old thought process, right? You're late for work. You might get, you know, disciplined over it, things like that. Or, yeah, I used to discipline people all the time for shit like that. And I used to fire people. It's a horrible feeling. Part of a job I never liked doing. The fact of the matter is, you're taking care of a family. You need to take care of number one, and that is you. Because if you cannot take care of you first, you can't take care of anyone else. You can try. You can throw the Band-Aid on. You can, you can mask that. You can tell yourself that. But it doesn't work. We have to rethink how we're living our lives. If you're fucking scared of something, you're doing it right. I am scared every day. 
I go through my life afraid of all kinds of shit, afraid of the next exam, afraid of teaching a classmate in the gym a particular exercise that I think is going to be beneficial to him. And he's looking at me like, I don't feel it there. I don't understand what you're doing. Those are small little fears where you're like, I'm going to have to do this on a paying client at some point. Or understanding, giving nutrition advice to somebody or getting them to follow a certain meal plan or starting to get them to eat properly. You get a lot of good feedback from that, but you also get some negative like, hey, Mike, you, I, you took me under your wing and now I'm two pounds heavier because you told me to eat this way. It's your fault. Not realizing, hey, that two pounds is insignificant because... I've asked you how you feel. You give me a 9 out of 10. I ask you how you sleep. Give me a 9 out of 10. It's working on a physiological level. You're changing. The scale is a way, is a way of measure, and it's unfortunately a way that we all like to measure, including myself. Certain goals or certain aspirations, certain things we need to do. Yes, you want to lose weight. You want to get better shape. You want to lose body fat, let's say. The scale is going to show you some of that stuff. So is it important? Sure. Is it the most important? No, absolutely not. I I have my my days where the walls are closing in. And it feels like I'm never getting out of this. Because I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know where this is at. That's fucking scary as hell. And being a single father who has a dependent... Sometimes compounds that, like, I am looking after a human being. But I also know, deep down with all of me, that if I don't do the things that scare me the most, I'm just going to be the same stagnant individual that everybody else, or I shouldn't say everybody else, but that I was before that had that same thought process to get me to that same shitty fucking end result that never really is going to be there. I don't look at that 65 retire. I, I've I've scrapped that thought process together. People are like, oh, what are you going to... Re-? I'm never retiring. I'm going to do something until I'm dead. Because I'm technically retired right now. Think about it. I'm living a retired life right now. I get up at 7 in the morning. I take my son to school because it's cold where we're at. And I and I'm that's just the kind of dad I am. And I work on my studies and I do my podcast. And I, and I have online clients and I do a lot of stuff for my computer. And I'm building this and I'm writing things. Is that going to be the way it's always going to be? No. I have to, I'm going to be getting out in the, in the personal training world. I'm going to work in a facility. I'm going to do those things. But currently right now, if you want to know what retired life looks like, come talk to me or talk to somebody who's been unemployed for a while. That's your retired life. Is there money in my bank account? Yeah. Am I paying my bills? Mm-hmm. No problem. Right now. Is it fulfilling at 42 years old to live a life like this? There's lots of really good parts to it. No doubt about it. But there's a lot of pressure as well because the structure isn't the same as it was before when I was, you know, getting up at five o'clock in the morning and not coming home till seven o'clock at night. There's a lot of differences and a lot of, and, and, and things that go with it. And it's not for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sway people here that are, you know, 30 years deep into a career that is, has provided them a home and, and, and clothing on their, on their family's backs and a car in the driveway. That's not the idea here. The idea is to change the thought process into how you look at where you want to be with your particular life when things are not going the way they are. And I can tell you firsthand from somebody who was very successful in, in an industry I didn't enjoy Okay, you have to, you have to put a level of, you have to change that mindset to do that. So if there are people out there that are miserable at what they do for a living, or they're, maybe they're not successful and it shows because they're not putting forth the work effort needed to be successful, 
rethink what you're doing. What is it? What does it mean? What is your life all about? Or are you that person that's like, I was born. I'm. I guess I'm here now. Uh, everybody else got a job. I guess. I, I guess I'll, that's what I'm gonna do. I guess. I, I think. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. I guess if that's if that's your thought process, I, I just this is this is a for me a big paradigm shift with the way I think, and I have lots of shit to get through. I've got a lot of pain and fear and suffering and adversity in front of me. I got a lot. I've got financial things I need to take care of. I've got personal anxiety, fear issues that I want to build off of. I've got, you know, blogs to write, books to write, education to go through, learn, continue, read, um, you know, through audio as well. I love audio books. I love, I love, I'm a very audible person. I love to listen. That's, that's my biggest thing is, is listening. And growth for me is is pers- is that personal growth, a personal development. You know, I can tell you firsthand, I have spent four years consistently working out for three to four times a week, consistent. Sometimes I go into spurts of five to six. Sometimes, you know, I take these deload weeks, a different podcast. And I look good. I feel good. I sleep good, but I'm not satisfied. Why? I reached my goals. I reached, I've smashed every goal I've had since that, when it comes to my own health and fitness, and this is not arrogance, okay? This is pride, a little bit of pride, and a little bit of self-efficacy, a little bit of intrinsic motivation to throw out these fancy fucking words that you can Google, uh, basically meaning... I believe in myself and I have the drive to do it. You know, I've done 10K runs. I've done, you know, 100 plus kilometer bike rides because I wanted to do them. I've done half marathon trail runs. I've done weight training. I've bench pressed, you know, more than my body weight. I've I've squat almost 500 pounds. Anytime I put my mind to something there, I hit it. Does it create these small reflective gratifying moments? Absolutely it does. Is it the end all be all? Is it the result that I want? Or is it the is it the goal that I'm trying to achieve long term? Does what does that mean? It's that journey, it's that process. So get around that mindset too. When we enter these moments, that you need to think practically that, yeah, I'd love to lose some weight, I'd love to get in shape, but where is that going to take me? That's the best part. The best part of life is you don't know. I don't care what your plan is. I don't care what you think. You don't know. Good intention is good intention. I want to go on a holiday in August. We've already booked it. I'm going to save up some money. I'm going to sit beside a pool. I'm going to put all my hard-earned money into this trip that I'm going to spend with family. But it's not August yet. And a lot of shit can happen from now till August. The likelihood I'll go on that trip is pretty high. But where am I going to be in August? You know, am I am I on episode 75? Am I, you know, working in a gym? Am I doing my own business? Do I have 10 online clients? Do I have 100? I want to work towards helping other people. I want to work towards working with other people. I want people to achieve their goals. I want people to get to the goal and then set another goal and then understand that within those goals is this lifelong process, this journey that we take that we just continue to do until the day we stop breathing. That's that's my vision. I say believe in yourself. In my in my my logo. 
believe in yourself. And inside that is be you. Just be you. Do you. Think about you. Not selfishly, like I'm buying myself a car and fuck you and I'm going to, you know. No, but be you. Your life is lived by you and you only. The relationships you foster over time are based on who you are as a person, good and bad. You want to strengthen your relationship with your kids? Become a better person to you. Give yourself some self-respect. Change the way you live your life. You want to become a better parent or a, a, bear, a better son, a better spouse? Continue to be you. That's that's it. Believe in yourself. Be you. Be kind to other people. We have enough bullshit in this planet. We have enough war and politics and corruption and people chasing the almighty dollar. All these people have so many fucking problems inside their own brain. And we look at some of them like, oh my God, look at this guy. He's a million... Come on, you're not that person. You're never going to be that person. Why? Not that you can't achieve the same goals as that person, but you're you. That's it. And when you're suffering through that fear, through that anxiety, do what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm super emotional over this because it means the world to me. But you have to be you. And with that, I think an hour of me ranting in front of the mic is enough. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am 42 because this is the moment where I am at in my life. And I have large dreams and aspirations, but I really have no idea what tomorrow brings. And I enjoy that. And I'm going to relish that moment. So thank you very much. You guys can check out all my stuff in the show notes. Um, I will put everything in there. If you enjoyed the episode, you have a question, you want to reach out to me, you want to have a conversation, um, yes, I'm in the business of online training. Yes, I would love to take you on as a client. I'm not going to lie um, because I want to keep the lights on as well. But in the same sense... I'm also a good human being who's willing to help those who need the help. So drop me a line, drop me a DM, and we will see you guys on the next one.